1: To the Cop Opture podcast. My name is AJ. Hello. And over here, what's your name?
2: (sighs) Richard. Richard.
1: he gets a little bit shy when there's a girl he likes listening.
2: <laughs> and it's you, the girl listening to this.
1: <laughs> the girl listening to this. This whole podcast is for the girl listening to this. Um spooky season is over, and with it comes a new dawn. A a dawn I, I can see dawn, the
2: sun. A new day. A new
1: life. And a new For me. And I'm feeling good, Richard. (laughs) I'll tell you what, it is a bright day today. It's it's,
2: uh, 20 to 6 in the um, evening. Today is the, what, five-year anniversary of us recording the 101 Dalmatians podcast?
1: no shit yeah. oh my god it's the 5th of November it is. I didn't Sky even realise <laughs> oh my god I didn't even realise so for those that don't know New Zealand is backwards from the rest of the planet and this is when it starts to get nice and warm mm. um, in our country and one way that it, that is often celebrated uh, you know the, one way that we celebrate the warm weather in New Zealand is problem binge drink <laughs> um, and this this often leads to you get inviting, invited to a lot of uh, birthday parties Parties, birthday crate parties day. just just regular parties yeah. barbecues um where people get shit-faced and play drinking games yeah. well, also, also, the I,
2: worst games you've ever heard of in yeah. your life <laughs> um I, I think crate day is a, is a big one as well that's like what well, the first weekend of december you have right. a crate of beer which is like 12 like of the like 100 one liter bottles mm. of beer and you drink it mm. the whole day it's a it, And it's like a, it's a national tradition. It's a, it's a. I've never done it. Never done it. Right of passage. Never done it. Never have I ever done crate day. You could say.
1: Uh, yes so we are going to play a little drinking game today on the podcast we're going to play a classic game of never have i ever this is the latest edition in the sort of sub series of podcasts we do that are like we couldn't drunk think of anything party oh. games <laughs> no <drunk> party <laughs> games we've done we've done bang mary kill oh, we've yeah. done um, Would you um rather? what else Would you rather? We've done all sorts of of things, which we put a little pop cultural spin on. What are often very horny games, Mm. we turn them into nerdy, (laughs) tragically virginial, (laughs) (laughs) and make them about movies. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to play Never Have I Ever. We have got a bunch of Never Have I Ever prompts from the Discord, as well as um, every every third question is going to be from one of us that we don't know about. Um, and we've also got some drinks here. Um, I've got some bourbon and Coke. Richard, what have you got? Uh, to I've drink? got
2: a Negroni Spagliato oh, really? oh, with Prosecco in it.
1: <laughs> stunning.
2: Uh, no, I nice. have a... Um... Sangiovese Puglia a, look, at okay. this, look at this bottle of
1: wine Nice Looks cool
2: I, You can't really tell Especially because you're listening to this But this is huge <laughs> Yeah it is That's true it's I've got a bottle head.
1: of I've got a bottle of Jim Beam bourbon Nice And I've got a Coca-Cola here And
2: near the twain shall mix
1: <laughs> They don't mix <laughs> <laughs> Dude, What? How does Never Have I Ever work? What are the rules of Never Have I Ever?
2: Alright Oh, wait, I should get this in front of the mic. Very cool. I'm not decanting it, sorry. Or you read Wine Furious. I do have a decanter, though. I I recently Mm -hmm. came into one. um, Came into one? And then they made me buy it. (laughs) I hope you watched it. (laughs) Um, But... uh, (laughs) The... (laughs) Um, So Never Have I Ever, you say a statement never have I ever worn shoes and then everyone at the party who would have to who has worn shoes which I imagine would be everyone Mm. would then have to take a drink you can some people play it that you you know you can't do this but it makes the game harder that you can't say something you have done so you can just say never have I ever worn shoes for example because obviously you have but you will just also have to drink um yep. traditionally you know it's played at parties to find out who's done anal
1: <laughs> or or um, <laughs> i shouldn't say this i'm gonna bleep this out but when when i was like a young teenager it was to find out if
2: oh, i was that was gonna be my second example <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm actually gonna bleep that out people can leave that up to their imaginations with that. or how far have you been was was another one yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. a or, that uh, was a classic
2: um yeah 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 yep.
1: yep so as i said we've got a bunch of prompts from the discord again these aren't very sexual we said we're not really trying to reveal all our secrets here though some of them are, are a bit flirty a bit pg mm. i yeah. guess um and so pg what ha-
2: parental guidance ironically not an episode i'd want my parents listening to
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've got um 34 questions and i thought what? that ha- how it'll work is that for every one from you and me we do a shot and for everyone from a discord we take a sip of a drink do
2: you have something to do shots with not really and i'm also a little bit hungover, so like really the last thing i want to do in the world right now is drink but i am uh <laughs> having some red wine well
1: i be- i hope you've never done any of these things richard <laughs> okay, well i'm gonna make myself a whiskey and coke is that what they're called or a coke and bourbon
2: mm. um, yeah I had a I, I'll the AJ's pour noise. Poor noise and some of you know you might be able to hear the temperature of the liquid by the pour little fun much? little effect
1: alright I've got this little cute little wine glass I, like, thing here I imagine I'm going nice. to pour bourbon into that and then pour that into the drink
2: yeah I'm really starting to get to the age where my my hangovers aren't fair like <laughs> you know you know sometimes you get really wasted you black out and you wake up in the morning and you're like I deserve this this morning I woke up with like a splitting headache and then and and I'd, I'd had only like 6 to 8 beers um they were quite high percentage beers but i didn't get that that's drunk. so
1: much to me i would never <laughs> drink six to eight beers that's your problem dude you're drinking six to eight beers that's the issue
2: but i like and i didn't get that drunk And i didn't get like really queasy symptoms i just got a headache mainly um and then i went to mcdonald's and got a double che- like a two cheeseburger combo and between the first and the second one, I was like, oh my God, I feel so sick, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and then I was like, I know what I'll do, I'll eat the second cheeseburger, and that made it fine.
1: <laughs> Alrighty, so I thought we could start, um, so I guess we won't be doing shots for, for host questions, but that's all good. Um, yeah. So we'll do a sip, and we'll announce that we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we just
2: have to make very obvious <laughs> drinking noises.
1: Yeah. Okay. So should I we have our if, like
2: like how we do the buzzers during the quiz? I'll go. I'll go. a glug, and you go. Glug, glug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. All right, sounds good. All right, I Thought we could start with one of the ones I wrote down that um, I anticipate will be uh, the first drinks for both of us. Mm. We'll go through each of these questions, and if there's a story to tell, we shall tell said story. Mm. Richard, never have I ever cried in a movie or TV show. Glug, glug. <laughs>
2: Oh leg! <laughs> I was trying to be the cool guy. I was trying to be the
1: <laughs> i I like doing this one first, Richard, because crying is a sign of weakness and mm. and as is this game is supposed to be embarrassing, and mm. I wanted to embarrass and, and, both of us
2: and I want you to look like a girl,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, what movie or TV show have you cried in, bro? are you okay? <laughs>
2: um the there's a lot of the, like, obvious ones, but they're mm. not as interesting. Like, Big Fish Makes Me Cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually talking about this yesterday. But, the, you know, there's there's a difference between a movie making you well up or, you know, that maybe that bids, builds to a single tear. And then mm. a movie that makes you cry or sob mm. or weep or however you want to mm. differentiate between the two. So, like, I watched, I mean, I saw Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris for the second time and I welled up. One of those might have nice. formed a tear. but. The two movies I can think of that I like bawled at. Mm-hmm. One is the 2012 film *The Impossible* with oh, uh, yeah. Naomi Watts, Ewan McGregor, and Tom Holland pre mole removal. Pre mole
1: removal, Tom Holland, goddamn.
2: And yeah, *The Impossible* is one of the like. There's a moment I won't spoil the film, but there's a moment at the end of the film. It's, if you've seen it, it's when Ewan McGregor opens a note and. I was like, this is not fair. Like it, it it had snuck up on me. And it was like I was like, this isn't mm. fair. This is not fair movie. And mm. I and I just broke down crying. Did the and note the,
1: say you are Lisa Simpson?
2: <laughs> Don't bring it back. Uh, <laughs> the the only other movie that's done that since then, really, is Night at the Museum 3. <laughs> uh, oh, right, revenge Ronald of Williams. the Tomb or whatever it is but yeah that um... absolutely
1: not called Revenge of the Tomb <laughs>
2: what's the third one again? Secret of the Tomb yeah well it's close enough <laughs> yeah but it's, a, a it's, Revenge it's not a it's not absolutely not called Revenge of the Tomb <laughs> it's mostly called Revenge of the Tomb <laughs> but the yeah that, I mean that was like during lockdown and I was like, it was one of those, I hadn't cried in maybe two years and I needed a really cathartic cry. Mm. And it's funny because, because I say I cried in not the museum three, I told the story on the podcast, when we covered it, but that they go, Oh really? *Night at the museum three. Oh, you know, what was Robin Williams last film? And he's got this really beautiful goodbye scene. And they go, Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm going to go, but that's not the part that made me cry. It's when he says goodbye to Attila the Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew the Robin Williams scene was coming up.
1: Mm, mm. Very nice. The the two that, that, that come to mind for sneaking up on me was I remember um, in Click where he pauses Henry Wick, Winkler in a hug position yeah. and just not even enjoying the stupid Adam Sandler mm-hmm. existential comedy and then just feeling it then. And most recently, I didn't tell anyone about this, um, I watched uh, Apollo 13 a couple weeks ago oh, and yeah. when when the, the vessel parachuted into the, the Earth's orbit, I, I literally like, went like... <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I just <laughs> exploded in tears i was so emotional i just thought it was so moving um and so yeah that's those are my cr- most re- recent or most pertinent crying in a movie or tv show stories. so you liked
2: apollo 13 yeah man it's gonna be, yeah. it's It'd be crazy if something like that happened for real <laughs>
1: All right. Do you want to do uh the first Discord question? This is from our Discord. So go to our Discord if you're not in there already. There's a link in the show notes and you can contribute to episodes like this. Probably a bit too late for this one specifically. Probably. uh, You can (laughs) you can jump on there and and this is the kind of thing you get to do. You get to be part of the show. So what is our first Discord question?
2: Uh this comes to us from bliss is 40 everyone's got mm. fun knocked up slash this is 40 names this week mm-hmm. never have i ever almost died of social embarrassment after quoting a movie line to friends that no one understood
1: mm. i don't
2: i must have the... i'm sure i have <laughs> yes, i can't think <laughs> i can't think of one one example of a very similar thing was we were doing karaoke one night and everyone was like, you know, you know, you know Karaoke it's like one it's not it's like one person's performing, everyone's having a good time. And I put on That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion, and I was like, mm. amazing song. Everyone loves mm. this song. No one in the entire fucking room knew it. I was mm. singing, I was like, no, you'll know the chorus. They didn't, and then so I was stuck just singing the song. We didn't know how to skip songs at that time. So that was I almost died of social embarrassment <laughs> after I singing was... an entire song that no one understood.
1: A couple of months back, I went to a a drag queen party where you had to to dress and drag, um, and they did like a a backdoor singstar thing where they hooked up the singstar mics to like some bootleg version of singstar. <laughs> um, and uh we, you could suggest any song, and me and my flatmate um jokingly suggested Rude Box by Robbie Williams, but oh, neither yeah. of us wanted to sing it. Yeah.
2: And yeah. they were like, all it's right a lot of guys. Words in that song.
1: <laughs> they were like, all right, guys, your song's on. And we, it suddenly dawned on us how like offensive that song's lyrical mm. content is, and that this was gonna be people reading the lyrics on screen, and we were like, no, do not play this stuff and stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Um, but no, I'm not gonna take a glug for that one because I don't I can't remember a I said. Specific- Think of example. an example,
2: but if someone had a video of my entire life and mm. and I, you know, would they were going to kill me if they found a time I had done that? I would mm. probably, if the no, alternative definitely. is taking a small sip of wine, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably just sip the wine.
1: All righty, all right. So the next one comes from Swaggin. Thirty-five minutes too long, Josh, who says, "Never have I ever thrown up during a movie."
2: Are you going to drink for this, Richard? I am not going to drink for this. I went about eight, nine years without throwing up until quite recently. Wow! Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's insane! That's incredible! <laughs> I did not know that about you! Really? Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, I used to... It was my party trick that I could just throw up on command in, like, 2011. <laughs> the polar opposite things learned about you today. And, yeah, and then... I just stopped vomiting for like 10 years until I had food poisoning and it was just blasting out of both ends.
1: I did this with bee stings. I got a bee sting when I was eight and I swore to myself, I'm never getting one of these again and I still haven't had one. Wow. Hmm. um i don't think i've thrown up during a movie but i do have this weird memory of um, (laughs) of uh being having like getting over like a tummy bug when i was like 10 and my dad taking me to the movies to see series of unfortunate events the jim carrey one and i remember lying like just and sweating on the cinema seat with like a bottle of water, like just resting on my stomach to cool me down, and just <laughs> thinking, like, I was not recovered enough <laughs> to go to the movies. <laughs> but I didn't throw up, so all good. <laughs> nice. All
2: right. My, that's time for one of my questions, I believe. Oh,
1: give it to me.
2: Never have I ever watched a movie while high.
1: Mm, glug, glug, glug.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. AJ, like it, a devil's litter.
1: <laughs> I've watched, um I've, this year I watched The House High and I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> and it's currently this movie I barely remember that's sitting in my top 10 of the <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched um Emperor's New Groove and mm-hmm. um what's the one that everyone says Coco was a ripoff of?
2: The uh, Book of Life.
1: Book of Life, I watched High. And we were watching that, and I was so out of it, and I was so confused. And I was like, Is this why, What? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. But I was like, Why are there two narrative devices? And apparently, my sober friends were like, That was a valid criticism of the movie. Is that <laughs> it's both like, um, it has a narrative wraparound of people reading a book about the story, but then mm. in the story, it has two gods like who are using the humans as their hmm. pawns and i was like it, sh- it only needs to be one of them and apparently that wasn't that actually that stoned of a thought so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, hmm. yeah i've never really been high apart i l- legally for the hmm. record got high in san francisco and yeah i got real fucking high and similar to you i had jack in the box that night And gave it five stars. (laughs) 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 Best food I had in the States.
1: Oh, the best food I've had high was I accidentally (laughs) ordered. This is so funny. I actually ordered a quarter pounder, but I accidentally removed the cheese from it. <laughs> on on Uber Eats And so it arrived and I was like, oh my God, I've removed the cheese. And so I went into the fridge and I got um like the just a piece of like um cheddar slice of cheddar that they sell mm. on like packets, and I replaced it, and it's a lot more high-quality cheese mm. than what McDonald's usually have. And so I put it in it and I ate, and I was like, this is the best thing I have ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, there we go. All right uh cheese speaking of cheese on the discord mm. says never have i ever made a short film richard i think we need to take some little oh i
2: thought he uh chug a lug it's
1: like a point and click video game sound effect all the character <laughs> drinks
2: <laughs> i feel like i'm playing grim fandango
1: <laughs> there's a broken sword over here <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if, as people probably know, if they if they follow Cold Popper closely enough, I've nearly made twelve short films this year for my project one dollar yeah. genre, and outside of that, I've made plenty of other short films, and and so have you.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're there's a there's a big competition in New Zealand that we both compete in. Well, mm-hmm. I don't, you don't anymore, but no, I, I yeah. run it. I've yeah. entered that since. 2009 i've entered it every year uh, so mm. i've made a short film each one of those years uh, different genre each time and yeah so my pre-vomit days and my post vomit <laughs> days. i love how much that blew your mind that's really funny <laughs>
1: um we got one more here which i've realized uh was sort of a the second part of a double question that doesn't really make sense to. I randomized this list, and some nice. of these were supposed to be read after each other, but fuck it. Just read us that. What does that
2: one say, Richard? Never have I ever regretted starting a podcast.
1: Uh, this is from Pyramid. Uh, well,
2: well, don't you dare.
1: Don't you dare. What are you doing? <laughs> this better uh, be about a podcast for everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start that podcast. Oh, no. So. Well, I mean, well, obviously- you arguably
1: didn't start this one either. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went on the first episode. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, no. I, I, it's I, not an insult. We started film true. franchise Fortnights, which, mm. you know, on the Cop Obsure podcast. Mm. But the, yeah, I mean, after the whole Die Hard, uh, Home Alone debacle, I was like, I regret being your friend. I I,
1: I, wish, I just want to get to a point where that never comes up again.
2: <laughs> and then, and after watching Fant, this you know watching Phantasm Ravager, I was like, mm. oh, I just I should have. I re, I regret starting this podcast. Interesting. When uh, when when in search for Santa Paws, when I do believe in Christmas, <laughs> that
1: that's the moment that broke me. I often think about that. That's yeah. the that song. In Santa Pause is truly the the first time I've ever felt broken by a by the podcast. But I don't know if I'd ever say I regret the podcast specifically. I'm glad mm. I we our started. <laughs> I and I've maybe I've maybe regretted starting other podcasts that didn't go anywhere, but not really. I don't yeah,
2: I... yeah, I yeah, pro- I probably regret Cyber Driver. <laughs> 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 Do you regret starting Sober Driver?
1: AJ? I didn't start it. You and Dave. So we told this. this is this is an? Uh, I, I was listening story. to an episode
2: recently where you very briefly mentioned it. So in twenty
1: what twenty sixteen, we just started mm. film franchise Fortnights, and our friend Dave Carras was like, "Let's start a podcast with the three of us, where Richard and I will get off our face wasted, AJ, and you stay sober." Something I hate doing and hated mm. doing at the time, Staying but I sober. want. Well, just being the only sober person around yeah, a bunch yeah, of drunk yeah. people um and but i i like wanted to you know yes to i wanted to to develop ideas and be open yeah. to creative um creative things
2: but you um, and- like you were sick and we had to like beg you to come around i think <laughs> i had to go pick you up and right. then yeah dave and i got a bottle of whiskey and like before even I think maybe downed the bottle of whiskey or at least half the bottle of whiskey before we started recording. Mm. And I, and I have vague memories of the start of the record. And then I got like so blackout drunk. Like Mm. I I vaguely remember starting the podcast and then I just woke up the next morning. We also, for context, we record this on a Sunday night. I had work on the Monday (laughs) and yeah, I woke up. I was so drunk. My, uh, the oven, door was open and there was like a charred black pizza in there that we clearly (laughs) decided to put on at some point which is you know that could have ended very badly Mm. and yeah it was probably I mean that might be the drunkest I've ever been which you know which is saying a lot like saying a lot for me if AJ said that it would mean nothing
1: (laughs) Uh, it's just a new a new um flag on the (laughs) but yeah that
2: was yeah that was crazy and then I went to work and I remember I... I booked flights to Christchurch mm. for 48 hours actually. And mm. I had to take half a day off in a few months time. And I went and told the boss and I was like, Hey, um, just so you know, like I've bought flights to Christchurch and, uh, and, you know, in a couple months time. Um, so it would be possible for me to book, to have like do a half day that day. And she went off her fucking nuts at me. Like, like screaming at like, and this was, this was the nice boss. She was the one that you'd go to if you know. And she was like, no, I'm she's like, no, you haven't. She's, and she said something along the lines of like, even I wouldn't do that. I refuse to believe you actually bought the flights because no one would be that irresponsible and stupid to buy flights before they've asked for the time off. And it was like, you know, I'm asking to leave a few hours early in a couple of months time. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, sorry." And then, just like as I was leaving the office, I was like, "Also, like, I'm really sick. Can I go home?" And she was like, "Get out of my sight." And that was because I was so hungover from doing sober Driver. But yeah, it was that was crazy. It was, I still think about that. It's such a weird reaction to such like a menial request. And then I emailed her, being like, "Hey, I got." I, they, the flights were real cheap and it was like, you know, a 24 hour sale. So I just bought the flights and thought, okay, who cares? It's not a big deal. But yeah, okay, I should have asked you on oh. Saturday if I could buy them. It was it was weird.
1: And that's why you regret Sober Driver. I yeah. remember it was that. was busting a busted
2: nut, that, which gave that, me the shits.
1: To, <laughs> to, to this day, Sober Driver is like. On another level, the drunkest I've ever seen you, and it was right at the start of our friendship. And I've always felt it feels like um, when you watch like an early season of like a ten season sitcom, and there's some real inconsistent thing that happens in the early episodes, like how That's...
2: Monica's the slut in the first season of Friends. Is she? I don't know. Yeah, like, I was, that was thinking like, about they were like, "Oh, that'll be her character, should we?" The slutty one, and then right, uh, right. After,
1: like, I was more thinking,
0: season, she's not." I
1: was more thinking about how. Um, like Dr. Cox is in love with Carla in the first season of Scrubs <laughs> oh, yeah. and how that's like so weird to think about. Mm. Like, um, <clears throat> yeah, all right. Well, there is the answer to what I didn't think would We neither of us marked this down as mm. we'll have a story, and it's probably the longest story so far. All right, time for one from me. Richard, never have I ever skipped a cutscene in a narrative-based video game.
2: <laughs> i'll fucking finish my drink i don't care
1: (laughs) drink up motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) i'm not drinking i would never dream of doing something so so against
2: the spirit of art (laughs) well okay so aj has a pretty liberal definition of what did you say narrative based video game yeah aj well okay so the, the the where this comes from originally is for my birthday years ago jess got me a copy of spider-man 2 on ps2 which is a game i've spoken at length about on the podcast and (laughs) and in my personal life and we were playing it and then the cutscene came up and i just went yeah cool skip cutscene and aj was like how did you why would you do that that is insane
1: why would you play the game if you're just gonna skip the story
2: and then it's like but the thing is and and i mean for that i was like oh i've played this game like hundreds of times i just wanted the web swinging mechanic and you were kind of like oh you know like it's just the movie of the story of the movie and You've played it before, all right. But then it came out that I I'd never watched a single cutscene in all of Crash Bandicoot, and you're like, <laughs> "How do you know why you're getting the crystals?" And I'm like, "They're the shiny thing. You just you need them to finish the level. Who cares?" And it's like, no, Cortex tricks you into getting them. It's a, Crash
1: Bandicoot Two has a good narrative.
2: It has better gameplay, like something <laughs> like The Last of Us or Uncharted, like what I would call narrative based. Game, mm. I don't skip the cutscenes like, unless I'm doing a replay and it's one of the real long cutscenes. Like that's... even
1: that, even that is unforgivable to me. Why do a replay if not for the story and I've
2: replayed things probably more. Cl- like if if I was playing The Last of Us now, or or um or one of the Uncharted's now, it's probably been long enough. But I, you know, would play them two months apart, kind of thing. Mm. And it's like yeah, I'm pretty fresh on the story still but yeah i i the funniest one was was though was the argument about crash bandicoot that it it, you 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 couldn't understand how someone would could could play the game without knowing the story and i didn't understand that you needed a reason to do any of this stuff (laughs) in the game it's you jump on the box you need whimpers Mm. like what, why am I getting the crystals? Because I want to unlock more levels. Because I enjoy the game, and I think that means I like the game more than you.
1: Interesting. I <laughs> think that's a ludicrous argument. I will
2: say as well that um, with cutscenes, I've come to realize I hate cutscenes. Like mm. I, I think play Half
1: Life. There's no cutscenes in the well, Port- Portal 2 is a Portal great example say, of yeah,
2: a yeah. game with no cutscenes that has an incredible story, and. Yeah, I just, I it was Infamous Second Son it was on the, the PlayStation PS Plus. And I was like, I, I played through it and you'd have a two or three minute cutscene. I was like, okay, you know, I'll watch because it's a narrative based game. And I would watch the cutscene and then you are walking through like a hospital looking for someone and you can't use any of your powers. And so it's just like takes five minutes to just walk through the scene. You can't even run. And then it plays another three minute cutscene. I was like, I, I actually don't care. And that, that was the moment where I was like, I actually do not like cutscenes in games. And there's the one of the Metal Gear Solid games that's like, it has a one hour 40 cutscene. I'm like, I would oh rather my God, die. really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you finish the game and then it plays a movie. And I, I, it, it's insane to me. That is insane that people that, enjoy that.
1: That, 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 that um, pushes my limit, but I wouldn't say I'd skip it. I'd just say I'd probably think it was stupid that they did it. That yeah. Day.
2: I just think all cutscenes are stupid.
1: Well, I think. You, something is fundamentally broken in you to think that.
2: Well, you better fix it. All right, what's the next one from the Discord? <laughs> Never have I ever snuck a meal into the movie theatre. That's from Swag in 35 Minutes Too Long. Josh? Uh, um, uh, the, yeah, the, have the, you? The choice of the word meal sticks mm. out to me. I've snuck food into a movie theatre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, But, you know, snacks and my, my own chips and drink. Mm. when i say chips i don't mean fries i mean like but crisps. that would be a meal <laughs> that would be a meal exactly uh, yeah in terms of sneaky hot food in I, i've been I delivered remember. hot
1: food in a theater but that was yeah yeah the yeah, like in the supported similar, yeah. yeah. I, mm. i've
2: been with people who have snuck like cheeseburgers in and stuff like that but i, I don't think i ever have mm.
1: all right uh cgb says never have i ever missed the best part of a film due to needing to shit Mm. are you gonna drink for this i might do it. oh little, yes i forgot like,
2: the, the the rules of the game yeah <laughs> um
1: i'm gonna blow your mind here this is this is me adapting the question to tell a story that's somewhat tangentially the answer
2: all right well i, I have an actual
1: story when i uh when my flatmate was like have you heard of this new show squid game I went and took a shit for like 20 minutes of the first episode, <laughs> and, which I still haven't gone back and seen. I've seen the red light, green light yeah, game, yeah, yeah. but like I missed the middle of the first episode <laughs> of Squid Game. And I think, I don't think I paid attention for much of the second episode either. See, and yet, this this is, to
2: me feels like worse than skipping a cutscene.
1: Absolutely. It absolutely <laughs> is. Um, So that's, that's the closest I can say to that. Well, cause you
2: famously didn't like the end of Squid Game, but I quite like how it tied back to the middle of the first episode
1: <laughs> um, do you have a story relating to this uh question?
2: yeah so this one would really stick out to someone on our discord who but they don't listen to our podcast so the the film ravenous which i mm. saw uh as part of a movie marathon so it was playing at like three in the middle of the night and i went to go to the toilet and it's the, essentially the turning point of the film, what would probably be, <laughs> be like the biggest plot development in the entire film. And it's, mm. if you've seen the movie, it's when Guy PS is down in a hole. Mm. Yeah. I, I completely missed that part. I mean, like I came back and Jess was, and I asked what happened and Jess said, oh, and I was like, ah, that really feels like it was probably an important <laughs> plot beat to miss. But I won't spoil it. It's a great movie. What I nice. have seen of it, but yeah, the, yeah, I think that's the only one that I can attribute to pooping. I remember during Suicide Squad, I, I like I, I hadn't gone to the toilet during the movies since I was a kid. Uh, I would always hold it in. But then Suicide Squad, I was like, ah, do I need to pee? Oh, I'll just go to the toilet and see if pee comes out because I just wanted something else to do. Same
1: thing happened to me with Morbius. I had <laughs> such a wonderful time watching Morbius because I could just go pee. Go piss girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Time for another question from one of us. Mm. One of us. Uh never have I ever bought popcorn slash movie snacks from a movie cinema without seeing a film.
1: Mm, I don't think I've done that. Yes, you have. <laughs> have I? Where did yeah, I do for that? when you're
2: doing talking during the movie, I believe you bought some popcorn from
1: but i seen, would see the movie mm, we we'd popcorn. buy the popcorn see the movie i wouldn't eat any of the popcorn and then we'd go uh-huh. home with, with it or we'd get um we'd buy we'd like just cook popcorn back at the set so i think i think you tried to sneak me out there but it didn't work i don't think that's i don't think that applies to this specific no well then situation. don't situation Asshole. I'm not all right next one from the discord Vincent Guard Lara says never have I ever been spoiled to a movie as I was walking into the theater which no I that's never happened is, to
2: be it's, it's such an irrational fear of mine well it's not necessarily <laughs> irrational but I when I go see a. In end game or something like that like a big event mm. movie i will like put ear pods in oh yeah I'm right right yeah and, yeah yeah
1: yeah i remember waiting in line um for to get popcorn actually before jurassic world <laughs> Well, for, <laughs> i wasn't going to a movie <laughs> <laughs> for jurassic world fallen kingdom oh, and yeah. these gu- these girls in front of me were like talking about it, and they're like oh my god i've heard so many things and i was just like what have you heard and i was like i've heard that like chris pratt dies in it and I didn't care enough about the movie and I also knew they wouldn't kill off Chris Pratt in the mm. movie he was headlining. But if I'd cared more, I would have been like, hey, um, you're in line at a movie theatre. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so maybe don't discuss this very You're subject- surrounded by
2: people who famously haven't seen the movie. Yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Bitmore Cheese says, never have I ever pulled out my phone during a movie in a cinema.
1: I'm going like- to, yeah, I'm going to, dr- I must have. Mm. but I don't remember a particularly egregious time
2: yeah I mean I I check it every now and then and then I see movies by myself quite a bit um Mm. don't want to spoil later on but there's been quite a few times that I'm the only person in the cinema or (laughs) uh and yeah and it's you know I'll check my phone in the same way that like if I see an important email come through I'll just check it or or whatever but yeah, or um, seeing a movie, how long a movie has to go, or something like that. Yeah, having an Apple Watch has kind of made it that it's right. like I can just I can quickly check a notification without having to pull out my phone. Mm.
1: All right, time for another one from me, Richard. Never have I ever had to pause or rewind a movie because a joke made me laugh so hard. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna chuck a like for this one. I this was reverse engineered out of me trying to think of a funny story I could tell nice. on the yeah, episode.
2: Yeah. I. I've I've rewound stuff because I found something so funny, but it's not like oh I missed something, mm. you know? Mm. Like I've mm. I've watched really funny things twice because I just like am in awe of it. But yeah. I um but it's not like oh I've I've missed part of this because I was laughing.
1: I have the most insane story I th- I probably told you it before, but well, in I don't care. Two thousand ten or eleven, my family rented Despicable Me on DVD um Mm -hmm. and we're watching it and the so the gru tells the little girls that the the minions are his cousins right he's like they're my cousins right and um there at one point the the girls and the minions are like jumping on the couch or whatever and gru comes in he's like "Hey, hey, hey what are you doing and one of the girls goes it was your cousin's idea and one of the minion goes what and you're, that's, this is an exploited, exploitable gif and everything, so you've probably seen the clip. Richard, at the time, I would have been 18, I found that so cripplingly funny <laughs> that I keeled I was over, crippled. I, a laughing, I had tears streaming down my <laughs> face. Keels
2: over and died.
1: <laughs> I could not handle how fucking funny I found the minion saying, what? um and uh yeah we had to pause and rewind it so that we could pay attention to what happened afterwards and like the weirdest thing about this for me is like like first of all there's the obvious like it's a very shameful thing to have found so funny right like it's a minion something that would go on to be like the image of non-funny pop culture (laughs) in years to come right (laughs) um but like the weirdest thing is like i don't find it that funny now like it's it's like as funny as any other cartoon doing a it's silly voice <laughs> yeah like i don't know why i found that so like painfully funny when i saw it at 18 but yeah that's my weird despicable me story <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm having to refill my glass
1: oh nice all i've got after this is bourbon i don't have any more coke <laughs>
2: What? I said yeah. ASMR for you. Oh, thank you. Um Perry Mint from the Discord says, Never have I ever started a podcast. And then says, I just really want to hear the origin story. I've glug, I started glug. a podcast like I started a podcast podcast called Sober Driver.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
2: no, I started a podcast called Bustin a Nut. Which was me. David Correos and Jess Stevenson just eating a shitload of. We we <laughs> the dairy near our house. This is when you and I lived together as well with Dave. And I remember
1: I refused to be on the You, you refused like, this, this to be stupid. part of it. Because I knew if I was part of it, I would have to edit it. And it mm. never came out. So no one ever edited it. I guess. <laughs>
2: um, and we. The, the dairy near our house, or the convenience store, like for American listeners, near our house had like peanuts in the shell and we bought like a kg of them and between the three of us we just cracked them open ate them and just just shot the shit you know just three friends having fun and boy, yeah gave me the shits real bad Eating a lot of you know raw peanuts uh i also started another podcast called land of the long dark cloud you didn't
1: start that i started that (laughs)
2: all right well then tell the story actually
1: this was another one we tried to start with Dave that was gonna be like a New Zealand true crime uh mm. podcast, which um I all I remember from it is um Dave the guy farted. Shot in the butt? In, yeah, well, I I misspoke and made it sound like a guy got shot in the butt and Dave <laughs> farted into the microphone and I chose not to release it because <laughs> I felt like neither of you were taking it seriously. Uh do we want what's the origin story for film franchise Fortnite slash Cole popshire do people not know this I, already? I, I feel like we I feel like I've about.
2: told it more than you have, so I want to hear your story. Right.
1: So, well, I mean, Cold Pop existed as an entity since oh, okay, AJ, we get it where it was just YouTube videos. And then when I moved to Auckland, after a year or so in Auckland, I I really wanted to start a podcast. Um, I had done one episode of The Cult Culture Podcast, our first episode with Jeremy and someone named Evan, who was at, uh, maybe our shortest-lived sometimes host, because he never came back. Um, and we <laughs> talked about the most disappointing films of 2015, which is still, weirdly still to this day, is our recurring a recurring episode we do, um, not twenty fifteen, but the yeah. sequential years, um, and it's basically uh, you and I had known each other beforehand from from broadcasting school, um, and basically. We, I feel like we were both very lonely at the time, and we were like, we should become friends. Let's hang out. And on the first time we hung out, like trying to kickstart a proper friendship, you, I remember you said, "Do you want to start a podcast?" And I was like, "I, I was here to ask you the same thing." <laughs> 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 um, and we thought we sort of kicked around a few ideas. I remember we were one of your ideas was we make a movie and do a mm. podcast, um, like chronicling the it. process. Um, and you but turned it
2: down because you were making a movie with your friend.
1: Well, I was—I was part of like a loose production company at the time, and one, I had had a taste of how complicated making a movie was, and two, I felt like they'd be angry if I moonlit. Moonlit. That was that was, and, um, that
2: was the reason you
1: gave me. <laughs> um, uh, but fuck them. I'd rather make a movie with you in retrospect. Um, yeah, anyway. Man, would have been sick. <laughs> we we th- we tossed around a few ideas, but film franchise Fortnite was a very early idea. I remember it was probably
2: Yeah, well, there f- was, was also film franchise Fridays was kicked around.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Um and uh yeah, and then we just went with it and-
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: I don't think those two twenty-three year olds were ready for a podcast they would still be doing on the edge of thirty. Mm. Um, and yet here we are. Yeah. Um, so that's cool though. I like that. Yeah, Do, um,
2: you, do you remember any of the other ideas that were kicked around?
1: No, that was really I, the, the only uh, I I oh, was really
2: a, I remember like the only real conversation I remember was that I've said, um, like you were like, Oh, you know, what if we did like film franchises or something like that? And I said Oh, you know, like, or well, we could, like, make a film and, like, chronicle it. And then you were like, yeah, I feel like we just keep circling back to the film franchise idea. <laughs> so, should we just go with that one? I, I, I actually don't, I, I think you came to me with film franchise Fortnights. So I don't remember it being much of a discussion. Yeah. yeah, Not that it was like, no, this is what we're doing, necessarily, right. but it was like, yeah, this is, this is an idea we're both keen on.
1: The other one I remember swirling around my bl- brain at the time was The Opposite, which was oh, yeah. Dude, Where's My Sequel? Where we where we do The Opposite, where we watch films without sequels and ask where the sequel was. I'm glad we stuck with this one, though. I think it's yeah. a more sustainable. When Dude, Where's My
2: Sequel would have been a lot easier.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, from Mike Noise on the Discord, we have, never have I ever snuck booze into a movie theater? And no, I haven't. No, I haven't either. Yeah, weird. Huh.
2: <laughs> uh, Listen, well.
1: what's the next one from
2: you richard well, that is not uh, we've lost my thing all right oh never have i have i ever <laughs> been told to shush during a movie
1: been me t- so i've never been told to shush
2: well I, I haven't i don't know if you have or not
1: i don't think i have either well then unless it's been by you and it's not been in a cinema
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i like I this, this, this was one that i i wasn't like trying to catch you out i was just i was genuinely curious because i know you, nah. you have a loud voice yeah but um, i'm i i respect the the form i respect the filmmaker too mm. much there have been times we have yelled something at the screen when we've been together
1: yeah but i haven't been told to shush for it it's been in the spirit of of the camaraderie mm-hmm, of the theater mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. been the co, the creed of the cinema richard
2: <laughs>
1: um bliss's 40 says never have i ever made a sims character of a crush to marry them in game or of an enemy to kill them in game um i haven't done this but i did once make a worms uh like the worms playstation oh, yeah, game yeah, yeah. i once made a team called heartbreakers and named all the worms after girls that had broken up with <laughs> or rejected me um and it was very, to clarify it was very much as a it joke was to kill them <laughs> <laughs> no, it was as a joke because i thought it would be a funny idea and then one of those girls who i was still friends oh, with came, came round to play and it was like what's
2: this team and i just yeah i just cracked up because of i it. can't believe you didn't make that as an aj story when that's the funniest thing <laughs> you've said i i i honestly i'm gonna um chuck a look oh know.
1: really i've never even played
2: sims mm. i like i i kind of grew up with the sims and i made my classmates and stuff like that and i'm sure i did this okay nice Artuno says never have I I ever walked out in the middle of a movie in a cinema and not because of an emergency I've only ever walked out of one movie and it was for an emergency I would say it was just got a migraine during Little Woman chug a lug no you say glug glug Oh, say
1: what I goddamn! please. Oh my
2: God, he's such a badass. I can't believe all those women broke your heart.
1: (laughs) I got them back. I made them into worms. (laughs) I Heidi-clummed them. (laughs) Um, So I mentioned last week, I walked out of This Is 40. I've never seen the end of This Is 40, but I'll save that story for our next episode of the podcast in which we're covering This Is 40. Mm. But um, I walked out of The King's Speech, um midway through i went with a girl who worked at, at the cinema and i did have a crush on her and she um, is a worm and if she's listed she was a worm actually <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't know if she knows i had a crush on her though so if she's listening to this why did you make me walk out of the queen king speech i really mm. didn't want to leave um i'd like halfway also through, i also ch- remember
2: that the girl listening to this i have a crush
1: oh on. oh true um i turned to half just absentmindedly like glanced over at her in the middle of the King's speech and she was like this is really boring do you want to go and i was like okay
2: i had that during the nice guys but i didn't leave
1: (laughs) nice you're a stronger man than i well it was like it
2: had like 15 minutes to go and i was like let's just stay i honestly i can't remember that i i remember her saying let's leave and i was like "It has 15 minutes to go I don't remember if we actually, I'd already seen the film, so I don't remember if we actually left or not, but I was like, let's just stay. Interesting. Right, one more Never Have I Ever from my personal
1: vault, Richard, and this one is a secret that's going to piss you off. <laughs> okay. Not, not not, real pissed off, but podcasting okay. content pissed off. Uh, Never have I ever logged a movie on Letterboxd despite not having seen all of the movie. Trick, trick, trick. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> something which i know you hate and i've never told you well that i mean this.
2: the thing is though that it's like i admitted to not having seen a key scene of ravenous and i true. have locked that on letterbox so i do have to true have to and
1: i i already talked about the um the squid game thing but mo- most recently and this will really piss you off a movie <laughs> that until the last week was my lowest ranked of 2022 so far i did not see uh probably about 20 minutes of it <laughs> <laughs> But I thought I came I left at the start of the third act, came back and saw the end and thought, This is terrible and <laughs> then ranked it as my lowest until I saw Grim Cutty a week ago.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. What was the movie?
1: Um I'm not okay, I think it's called.
2: Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Uh awful movie. Or well, not
2: okay. I I should, not okay, is it? Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I, I it, know the one you're talking about. But Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, it's
2: got, okay. uh, I, 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 it's why, got Lorraine's would, daughter in it. Yeah, why would you think I would care that much about that?
1: Oh, uh, Because I know, like, whenever someone logs a movie or has said, like, I didn't like this movie, I walked in, you're like, so you haven't actually seen it then.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, true.
1: I thought this uh, what, would piss you
2: uh, off more. <laughs> no, I, I, I it's, that, that, that's really, I mean, my thing is, like, when someone doesn't like a good movie because uh, they're like... Right. Um, and, and they and they're like oh yeah i didn't even see the end of it and it's like well then you haven't formed an opinion on it like mm, right. and i mean it's like with something like not okay it's like you probably got the gist of it, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it but it's like um, do you know what that
1: movie's about
2: it's someone like faking being sick or something right
1: it's someone who fakes being a victim in a terrorist attack yeah uh, for clout and it's a comedy and hmm. do you want spoilers for not okay do you want to know what the message of the movie is oh,
2: uh, how can you spoil it you haven't even seen it
1: I've seen the ending <laughs> here's what the message of not okay is uh you shouldn't do that
2: <laughs> which
1: really? is like yeah no shit what are you talking about I should also say I have also logged and ranked films on letterbox that I was like trying to sleep while they were on my flatmates were watching them or I was like I remember woman in the window I barely watched but got enough to know i hated it and, and ranked
2: it i i've ranked movies on letterboxd i have no recollection of watching <laughs> but i like i I, I, lo- I logged it at the time the one that I, I apparently i watched home again the reese Witherspoon movie on my birthday in 2020 and for so long, it baffled me. I was like,
1: why the fuck?
2: Like, did I actually do this? Well, maybe it was in 2019. It was the year that I was watching a film every day, I think. And I was like, why did I choose this to watch my birthday? And then I, was like, I, I racked my brain. And then I looked at the cast as Michael Sheen in it. And I was like, oh, Jesus would have made us <laughs> <that shit." laughs> Very good.
1: Somehow we've gotten out of rhythm. Like, it was like, you ask one, I ask one, then you ask one that you've written. But for some reason now we skipped something and it's doubling up. But what's the next question, Richard?
2: uh never even out here have i ever lied about seeing a movie to seem cool fucking chugga loga 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 -loga 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 -loga. really
1: i i haven't i don't think i've done this because i don't think it would make me seem cool
2: the main one that i remember lying about and this is like growing up i I wouldn't i wouldn't do it like these days but uh team america world police
1: Mm.
2: Lied about because my parents didn't let me watch R-rated films, but so many, you know, they had the cool parent or whatever. And I could at like five, six years before I saw Team America, I could pretty comfortably quote the entire film because I had just picked it up through everyone quoting it, and be like, You've seen Team Team America, right? But yeah, uh, America, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so and I I specifically remember Heaton Intermediate in the changing rooms quoting uh team america world Police with people that and a film which i'd never seen and didn't watch till i think the end of high school
1: i didn't know you were a heaton man i am they neither seen <laughs> nor heard <laughs> <laughs> nice that was from swagon 35 two minutes lo- too long josh mike noise asks or says never have i ever told someone to shut up who is being too loud in a theater i'm i'm gonna dr- clug a dr- lug to this one <laughs> uh. Mm. I mean, I feel like I've told this story very recently on the podcast, but I'll mm. tell it again. I'll truncate it. Okay. It was when I saw the Lorax in 2012 with my younger sibling, uh, we were sitting maybe two seats across from some like rowdy like 10-year-old boys. And there was <laughs> a mother and her children in the row in front of us. And one of these boys, the one sitting closest to me, um, kept would like was and this is such a lame thing to do anyway was like mm. responding to things in the movie being like no shut up blah, blah, blah. like make I'm like the mock, I speak
2: for the trees oh I'm yeah jaden and i speak for my butt
1: yeah exactly like <laughs> and it was like like mocking the pre-recorded dialogue like so it's yeah. not like you're hurting daddy devito's feelings by like mm. making fun of something he'd said um and the mother sitting in front of them turned around a couple times and was like like very politely, we asked them to be quiet, and he, she'd be like "shh," and and this kid would be like "shh" back at her. And so, after a few times, I was like, "So, a white male's got to do something here." <laughs> so I, I leaned across to him and I I said to him, "Shut the fuck up! You're not funny. No one thinks you're funny." And then just leaned back, and he was quiet for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I would have been eighteen, nineteen at the time. So
2: nice. I um. I I don't think I have a story necessarily for this one, Uh but I like I remember really specific time. I think I've I'm more of a say with, so that they can hear to whoever I'm with, being like, wait, can you hear that fuck with behind us? <laughs> um, kind of thing, and uh, but I do the the story I I had to tell. So, opening night, Morbius in IMAX, <laughs> I. Uh, went with some friends. So it was like me, Jess, and then a friend of ours and her reasonably new boyfriend. And so he he gets up to go to the toilet and he comes back and he just starts like talking to the people behind us. And so we're watching the movie and, and the three of us are like sort of in the side of our. And he's just like leaning, he's like standing up, turned around, looking at the, the row behind us, like leaning on his chair, just sort of having a conversation. And I was like, does he just like know these people? Like what is he what is he doing? And then after the movie, I was like, dude, what were you doing? And he was like, could you not hear them? They were talking so loud. And he and he stood up and was like, Hey guys, like I came here to watch the movie, not to listen to you guys. Just like talking through the whole thing, and it like sounds like he was like you know very polite about the whole thing, but it was just like, um, excuse me, I'm trying to watch Morbius on opening night <laughs> in IMAX.
1: <laughs> I um I went to see Smile recently, and there were some rowdy teenagers um too far away from me to do you know to say anything to, but they were like farting in the cinema. It was horrific. <laughs> it was horrific. I hated it. It was so annoying.
2: Now we've got time for another one from this guy (laughs) who has two thumbs and is doing the next question Mm. this guy wow never have i ever had my cell phone go off loudly in the cinema
1: no i don't think i have
2: neither have i but i have had it go off in court (laughs) (laughs) um it was have you do you know like if you click the on an iPhone, if you click the off button too many, like five times in a row, it does an emergency SOS. I accidentally did that uh, in court while I was working as the cameraman. <laughs> and, and it was like, you know, so in court, it's like very, like very, very strict rules wow. around everything. And, but the judge just kind of like looked at me and laughed and was like, and I was like, Ugh. but it was, it was, it wasn't technically, it was, it was very reminiscent of court, but it wasn't actually at the high court. It was like... It was like a hearing about abuse and care and uh, then just like they were still kind of setting up and but like it had started but they were still getting into it and my phone (laughs) goes and so it's not even like it's clearly not like a ring. It's like an emergency siren Mm. and uh, yeah and the the judge just sort of (laughs) looked at me. I think he could understand that I was clearly embarrassed and it wasn't worth getting mad at
1: me, but it was, uh... Yeah. Mm, nice. Uh, Blissis40 says, Never have I ever been blocked by a celebrity on social media. I haven't been blocked by a celebrity on social media, but Richard, you got an entire I, convention yeah. blocking you. <laughs> blocking us. <laughs> so I guess I have been blocked by several potential celebrities who will probably mm. not turn up. Um, do
2: you want to tell the story? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I... Um... There's a, there's like the, the sort of New Zealand's version of like Comic Con. There's a bunch of birds outside my window as well, just by the way, if you're hearing that. There's it's- a bunch of birds
1: outside my window.
2: <laughs> Say the- with a British
1: accent, suddenly you're a pervert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was, uh, yeah, this Armageddon is the name of our sort of version of Comic Con. They get celebrities in every year and stuff. And it would have been 2018, probably. They had so many guests cancel. Like, and, like I felt bad for them. Like, mm. all of their big... They, like, Tom Welling, I think, was supposed to be one of them. And he cancelled Tom Felton and the, stuff. Tom
1: Felton always cancels, dude. He yeah. always says he's going to do it, and he never does. But they...
2: And they got these, like, pretty decent ones. And, like, they'd had... So, they, you know, they usually have, like, one, maybe only one or two sort of, like, mainstream celebrities. And then the rest are, like, voiceover artists and stuff. But they had, I think, nine lead guests cancel and so they would kept on having to replace them and find new ones and then i think they, had, they ended up having someone pull out like the day of or like the day before one of their international guests was like no nah, i'm not coming but yeah they, they said hey we've got two more like we're announcing these two people we've managed to score as a couple of weeks before the the ceremony the event and oh, someone's changed something now there's a couple of weeks before the event, and I replied to them on Twitter and said, oh, cool, that'll be so much more disappointing than when they cancel, and then Armageddon blocked Cult Popsure on Twitter. I'm going to like, shut my window now, because it's getting too loud. Okay. So, funny follow-up to the story, though, mm. is that this year... No, yeah, this year, Armageddon came back. It was They didn't do it during lockdown and stuff. Well, they, they couldn't do it last year because of lockdown, but the... I met and have quite a good working relationship with the PR slash social media manager for Armageddon now. And <laughs> I met her and I was like, really wanted to know. And I was like, so how, how long have you been, been doing this kind of thing? And she said, Oh, you're like four or five years. And I, and I asked about like who runs the social media and stuff like that. And I can't remember exactly what the specifics were, but I found out like she wasn't running the Armageddon Twitter page in 2018 so i was like oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what i think is so funny about this is that like it's not like just some random celebrity blocked us on twitter it was An organisation that would actually be probably quite a helpful, like, content thing to be, like, rubbing shoulders with as a pop culture themed podcast in New Zealand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it's also, but also, but now that I've become in a position where, like, they come to me and be like, hey, like, can you do a story about us? Like, Mm. we need, we need you. Mm. And, uh. Did you go, well,
1: well, well. Well, well,
2: well. It's, it's so funny. But I. I thought about <laughs> I thought about if I if I see her again I might be like, Hey, you've got access to the account. Can you please unblock Cold Popshire on Twitter? That was a misunderstanding. <laughs> Swagging 35
1: minutes too long Josh says Never have I ever Snuck into another movie No I Again I'm too scared Like Much like sneaking Alcohol into a cinema This feels like An American cliche That just does not Mm. happen In New Zealand I mean Now that I'm 29 I don't think I have much reason To sneak into Another theatre But yeah
2: Yeah I I remember people Talking about having done it But I Yeah I've never done it I've bit too scared But the (laughs) I remember Fuck can't remember what movie I was at, but I was with a friend, and these two girls sat down next to us and were like, "What movie is this?" And we were like, "Um, it's fucking Pirates of the Caribbean or whatever." Um, and I remember like talking, being like, "Why the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, just so confused by it." And then my friend was like, "Oh, they snuck in. Like, they they'd left another movie come in common, so they didn't know what they were watching." And I remember being like, oh, they're probably flirting with us." <laughs>
1: Damn. And Damn.
2: then so, yeah. Most damn, damn, damn. All
1: right, another one from me, Richard. Never have I ever become addicted to a trashy reality TV show. And I'm going to take a sip for this, and it's your bloody fault, Richard.
2: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Do tell.
1: Um, In 2018, another 2018 story you messaged me rich and you're like hey aj have you heard that shane dawson is doing a an in- right. in-depth youtube docuseries <laughs> on uh on jake paul? jake paul and i said to you who's shane dawson and apparently this was baffling to you that i'd never heard of shane dawson
2: It is was crazy that you know someone has been a, an internet for, boy, for so, sure
1: for sure yeah. um I think when I I maybe did recognize him, but when he had different hair.
2: Mm. I, I didn't know any of his content, but I was just aware of Shane Dawson.
1: And I thought, what an interesting idea. Like a documentary looking at like the psychoses of of a of a like an influencer who's had, you know, totally sold their soul and mm. you know. Uh and so uh, started watching this thing that it was like five parts long they got longer and longer
2: um, and then they added an extra part as well
1: and in the, the second one he like interviewed a amateur therapist about whether or not hmm. Jake Paul was a sociopath was the question anyway yeah. by the by the fifth episode everyone on the internet has turned against this documentary <laughs> everyone's like this is the stupidest most irresponsible thing you could make with this le- this platform <laughs> and I was so mad because before you told, did you even watch the end? Was it, yeah, was it yeah 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 oh okay yeah, I, I, thought, it, I remember yeah. I watched some of them with my sibling and then they stopped watching toward the end and I was like well great now I'm watching it by myself and what <laughs> well, What? because the off? last
2: like episode I remember like Shane Dawson was like I've got a 90 minute interview with Jake Paul just cutting it down he was like no release the full thing he's like, oh my god and like hyped it up so much that he was going to release like the full 90 minute interview with Jake Paul and it's like the reason this is 90 minutes is because it takes Jake Paul so long to formulate a thought and then articulate <laughs> it
1: and needed some editing yeah
2: so so what? What, and interview- what? in the fifth episode, he interviewed Jake Paul's ex and was just like, "No, but like, he didn't actually beat you, right?" And she said, "No, he didn't." Well, like. Shane Dawson just completely fell down the Jake Paul rabbit hole and then was gaslighting his ex-girlfriend into like yeah. saying he didn't abuse it. It was insane.
1: It was the worst thing ever, Richard. And what really pissed me off about it was I didn't even know who Shane Dawson was. <laughs> and now I was like watching this extravagant, horrible thing he did. And like I've i I'm staunchly against reality TV shows. I think a lot of them are very exploitative and very evil and very bad for society. And the reason I'm against them is not because I can't watch them. It's that I am just as susceptible to Mm. anyone else as anyone else to getting addicted to them. And I remember watching that 90 minute video being like, I, I am watching this now because I am invested in the very drama of Jake Paul's Mm. life that I actually proudly didn't care about until now. And that's what annoyed me about it was that I'd, I'd been sucked into the, to the, the the whole reason why these things are made fun of. And I felt like a joke. I,
2: i mean i'll I, i'll drink as well because i i mean obviously i was into that but i i, I mean i grew up like american idol season two f- forget about it mm. you know no oh, yeah but that of, when american i was a kid idol. though and
1: that american idols, uh, after, the process, I american idol's uh, after the rehearsal process i don't think american idols that are responsible it's just making fun mm-hmm. of people in the rehearsal episodes that well those are my favorite does... episodes <laughs> i love okay. when they make fun of people well, fine uh what's our next one
2: uh Never have I ever, this from Mike Noise. never have I ever missed most of a movie due to making out with someone.
1: I have missed most of a movie trying to uh, <laughs> to
2: signal to someone
1: that I was wanting to make out with them, but I don't think I've missed, quote, most of a movie due to
2: making um, out with someone. I, I drank, and this is a, if you are oh, my parents, stop listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very personal story. If you're so,
1: my parents, keep listening and send it to richard's so, parents
2: so the day after i lost my virginity
1: <laughs> like, this isn't gonna be a horny episode don't worry about it
2: um the day after like the, the day after, so the day after i lost my virginity was the first time i went to second or third base okay uh this is like so uh, yeah insane order to do things do not recommend it but
1: I I got high on LSD before I'd ever smoked weed. It's kind of...
2: (laughs) My uh, my, girlfriend at the time and I were... Was she who you lost your virginity to? She was. Okay, just checking. (laughs) Yeah, we were getting hot and heavy on the couch and decided to, you know, like, well, we've done that thing. Should we try some of the other things you're supposed to do? This is
1: excruciatingly intimate and far beyond what I thought you'd be willing to tell on the podcast.
2: But we... But I mean, a lot of this was just making out stuff. But the 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 main thing I remember about this experience is that the directed by and starring Rob Schneider film Big Stan was playing oh, yes. on the TV, <laughs> and she had it on DVD. She watched it a bunch of times, but the movie finished, and we weren't finished. So the the DVD menu. It's which, a DVD you know, played,
1: menu story.
2: <laughs> played just like clips of the movie and like little sound bites and stuff. Played for like an hour while we were like exploring each other's bodies for the mm. first time.
1: So you're 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 like nutting, and then you're hearing a sound bite from Big Stan, being like, "I'm going <laughs> to jail." <laughs> and now, whenever you hear "I'm going to jail," you get a boner.
2: <laughs> anyway, so that's probably the most. Uh, <laughs> The, yeah, the most intimate detail I've ever shared on the podcast. But there you go. Chink.
1: <laughs> nice one. What's the What's the next question we got here?
2: Uh, Bliss's forty has said never have I ever lost potential romantic interest in someone due to their shitty media preferences.
1: I'm drinking to this.
2: I'm not. I my uh, yeah. When I have potential romantic interest in someone, it sticks.
1: <sighs> now this happens has happened to me all the time. <laughs> this is actually quite a common thing. And not just romantic interest, but like I've got like had like people in my life who I've just marked as like don't talk about movies with them because you'll just get yeah, pissed yeah, yeah. off. Um but no like I I remember um I went on three dates with a girl a few years back um and we were not oh, Now who's getting intimate? We we weren't really clicking. We went and saw uh, Mamma Mia 2 together. Um And that was definitely her pick, not mine. Um, And I remember begrudgingly going on a third date because we both, by you know, nothing against her. We just, I think, had figured Mm. out we weren't right for each other and still went on a third date. And I remember her giving me the double hit of, um, I think the Aquaman trailer looks good and I think the Shazam trailer looks bad. Um, and and she, her, I remember her saying this to me. We we're sitting in a in a cafe. We just had breakfast, and she she was like, "I thought that looks so." Spend the night? No, sadly. <laughs> um, no, I just
2: had to get up out of my own yeah, bed. No, legit,
1: legit. That's what happened. <laughs> um, and she she was like, "I thought that looked stupid." And I was like, "Oh, I thought it looked all, all right." And then I remember Richard. I remember looking off to the side, and if someone was what I remember thinking this as it was happening, <laughs> if someone was watching this happen. It was very clear that we were not going to meet up again because you saw, they would have seen me turn my head to the side and see the smile, the polite smile on my face, slowly drop into like a neutral position. And then not soon after, I was like, all right, I might go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> very nice. So uh, it's time for one of mine now, is it? Yes, it is. Never have I ever and this will be a good one to tie into our podcast next week. Never have I ever visited Mr. Skin for non-research purposes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell?
1: It's so funny. Uh no no uh, I don't log. I don't think so. I don't pay attention to the the sites that I frequent when I'm in that area of my life. <laughs> Probably, but I'm I <sighs> All right, I'll drink probably <laughs> mm. all right Becca the cowboy emoji says never ever fallen asleep in a movie theater you ever done that
2: I've I've started snoring in a movie theater but I wasn't <laughs> asleep
1: <laughs> you weren't asleep? what are you even talking about <laughs>
2: um yeah I sometimes when I'm really relaxed if I'm in a certain position my breathing not like but my breathing will turn to light
1: like... I remember this happened when we were watching Breaking Dawn for the podcast
2: yeah i fell asleep for break during oh, no, i fell okay. asleep during eclipse oh, okay. the um but yeah during creed 2 i i we watched it at like 1 p.m after i'd been working since 4 a.m and mm. it was during the the training montage out of the desert i was like oh actually no tell you what i um i have fallen asleep during a movie oh um on one of mine and jess's anniversaries we went to go see Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie. And there's like the whole training montage of that. I slept through and then then I woke up and I turned to Jess and I said, oh my God, I was just asleep. What happened? And she says, I don't know. I was asleep too. (laughs) (laughs) So we both slept for the same like 20 minute period of the movie.
1: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Swag 35 minutes too long. Josh says, never have I ever been the only one in the theater. This has not happened to me happened to me a few times no oh, nothing no story
2: well quite a few times i've been one really fun one it was like my party like it was me and my friend went to go when we went to go see uh downton abbey a new era and mm-hmm. that was like midday on a thursday and we, i thought you know a bunch of old ladies would have gone to see it but no nah, it was us and so we like had a I had a great time just like hollering and like, it's one of those things where I enjoyed the movie so much more because me and my friend were like trying to make each other laugh and trying to. Wait, so you weren't there find- alone.
1: You were there with a friend.
2: I, I do have other stories, but this okay. is a better story. Okay. Um, sorry. But the, yeah. And so, you know, when, you, you have a friend and you're both eating each other on. And so I laugh really hard at a joke so that he laughs at my laugh and and, and so on. And it's, it just made for a very fun experience. But yeah, a few times um, as a, as a movie reviewer, uh, sometimes I need to watch movies before they come out so that I can, uh, you know, talk to the directors or stars or whatever. And so yeah, more, more than once I've had a movie put on just for me so I can see it. One notable example would be Halloween ends where the movie did not start for an an hour and 15 minutes after it was supposed <laughs> to, because they had projector issues. And you know, when you go into the cinema and you're walking in and they have like this sort of ambient lighting so you can find your seat. Mm. They didn't have that. So it was for like an hour until they came in and they were like, is he, is that guy here? They're like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. Just still waiting for the movie to start. <laughs> they, um, they put on the, they're like, do you want some, some more light in here? I was like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you. And so, yeah, for like an hour, I was sitting in complete pitch black. Wow. After like 20 minutes, half an hour, I went and said like, hey, just so you know, like I am here and I'm waiting for the movie to start. Because it was like nine, It's it was like two hours before the movie theater actually opened as well. Um, uh. And, but then, yeah, when they finally got the movie started, they felt so bad. They brought me like free popcorn drinks and a double pass to well, like, like the boutiques. nine in this, the morning. Yeah, Well, it was like midday by then. Oh, okay. All <laughs> well, right. It, it was like, uh, so it was, the film was supposed to start at, I th- might have been 10 the film was supposed to start, and it didn't start till 11
1: 15. If I was offered popcorn and soda at 10 in the morning, I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs>
2: well, they, like it was, they, they asked me earlier on if I wanted anything, and I said, no, thank you. Uh, and then. They were like, hey, we've finally got it working. Here's We weren't sure if you wanted some water or a Coke, so here's both, and here's some popcorn, and here's t- a double pass to the like boutique cinema, which I used the other day to see Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris for a second time and found out they're worth like $44 each, those tickets. Interesting. So, Interesting was,
1: that they would give someone who's there for a press screening a free yeah. ticket. It's, that, like, and, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. not that it's kind like, of situation. You didn't pay for this in the first place. Yeah,
2: exactly. But it was just that like... Yeah, sorry. We we dicked you around. When I was like on the clock as well at work. Oh, but I was like I don't know then I was the Yeah, there. fuck.
1: <laughs> right, uh final question, final never have I ever from me. Never have I ever written fan fiction. Never
2: I'm gonna have.
1: Take a drink for this, baby. Oh my god,
2: you nerd. Mm. Wow. Well, and you're down to just your fucking bourbon now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could argue you have written fan fiction because every episode of Continue the Franchise, every <laughs> segment of Continue the Franchise is fan fiction. Is that why you drank or have you actually done that? No, I wrote fan fiction on fanfiction.net when I was 11 years old. Richard, I wrote <laughs> um, I wrote a Jack and Daxter fan fiction called Jackass, like J-A-K-ass, yes. yep. which was the show, Jackass, but with Jack and Daxter characters. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also remember I wrote one called Disc Nights, which was like a Kingdom Hearts esque, like every video game is its own planet, and it's about like a character that goes to different uh video game planets. Nice. These are both <laughs> probably still on.
2: <laughs> I um
1: I tried to write a Jack and Daxter encyclopedia as well, and I remember I just right. got bored and stopped halfway through a sentence because I didn't know it published it. And people were like, What happens next? <laughs> you just stopped writing.
2: it's really interesting yeah i've I've never written fan fiction i didn't know i knew people who who did write fan fiction but not as an
1: adult come on uh, i'm not like like that
2: but like through work i get i meet a lot of every year i meet a new batch of 20 year olds and it's you know this fascinating thing of seeing put that in the
1: out of context richard and aj quotes to the (laughs) discord
2: but they yeah, they, they they started. It started to be like a common thing that they're like, yeah. When I was in high school, I would write fan fiction about me hanging out with One Direction or something, and that it's like this is how they expressed their fandom. Yeah. It was just, and I was like, like what was it like a sexual thing? I'm like no, no, no. And it's like I don't think there's anything you could say that would convince me it wasn't a sexual. That's thing.
1: like that's like the even less cooler version of fan fiction is writing yourself meeting a band. Yeah. That's yeah. not as bad as like I wrote about Harry Potter. Like a non-canonical yeah. Harry. That's fine. I don't have as much mm. issue with that.
2: All right. Bliss is 40 has submitted. Never have I ever submitted IMDb trivia.
1: Have we done this? I feel like maybe the, the I, podcast I think we, has, has. Yeah, been.
2: we've submitted stuff on the podcast, I think. I'll, I've definitely submitted stuff to Wikipedia.
1: I don't have any bourbon and coke left, so if we're going to drink to this, I need to pour a little bit of bourbon. All right, well, you do, so. God, that was horrible! Oh my God! Ugh. Oh God, it's like walking on the sun.
2: All <laughs> right, oh, smash man! Oh fuck!
1: Mouth. That was Bobby Hill from King of the Hill.
2: Yeah, but, but might as well be walking on the sun. Might and also as well be. Anyway, next on one. The
1: sun. Uh, Mike Noyes says, "Never ever watched a movie just to impress someone. I watch movies to." to piss people off i watch i've never impressed anyone with a movie i've watched i
2: well i most of the films i've watched for the podcast have been to impress our fans
1: okay well i'm not i'm not drinking to that because i don't think i i think i will throw up and we've got one question left so i'm hoping i haven't done this
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right this one last one comes from me never have i ever put up playstation cover art on my wall and <laughs> pretended it's like like it's a poster
1: what's wrong with doing that
2: i just haven't done it
1: it's a cool thing to do it's cool art <laughs> imagine if you got like massive sized playstation one covers that'd be cool like an AJ, ape drink, escape drink Fuck, i don't want it's so bad dude <laughs> i actually think do I'll you want vomit. to tell the story I just put it on the wall. <laughs> What's the one you
2: like? You cut the PlayStation logo off or something like that? Mm. Oh, God. And they really regretted it?
1: Yeah, it was an Abe's Odyssey one. Mm. And I wish I didn't do it because it would have been cooler if it had just had the PlayStation logo on it, I think. Mm. And like mint condition. It was like a mint condition Abe's Odyssey, and I cut the poster art, the cover art. <laughs> I was like 12. I wouldn't do it now. Okay. So
2: that is Never Have I Ever. There was a few more in there, but uh, they were too saucy, I I deem. I... <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you played along at home. I hope maybe you got drunk as well. Um, and I hope you enjoyed us drinking uh, the, the summertime evening away to play Never Have I Ever, movie edition. Never Have I Ever.
2: Movie.
1: But it's about movie. Movies. Um, this has been fun. I had fun time. I didn't like taking those last two drinks.
2: You didn't like how intimate I got?
1: I loved that, Richard. I'm going <laughs> to clip that, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed this Please consider liking to Cold Popsha on all the places You can like to it You can do that on Instagram and Twitter Where we're at Cold Popsha You can also join our Discord Which there'll be a link to in the show notes And if you want to give us money So that we can feed our binge drinking culture mm. Head on over to Patreon.com Slash to do that. Slash Cold, sl- slash Cold Popsha Slash Cold Popsha. wait What are you doing? What are you slashing, cop up, Shafan? Shove the <laughs> Patreon up your fucking ass, Christopher. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Stay tuned for the post-credit Never scene. Never have
2: I ever recorded a post-credit scene. Drink.
1: Don't make me drink. Don't make me
2: drink, AJ. You have to drink.
1: Okay, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along to the post credit scene. This is a segment at the end of each episode, where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash goldbapshire, you get to give us something, something to something talk about. Something in
2: the way. Something in my ass. <laughs> uh-huh. It's the post credit scene, so I've opened the door to get some airflow through because it's real hot. Because there's no rules in the post-credit scene. There are no rules in the post-credit scene, but there is one rule, and that is that we must answer this question. Do not this talk about comes-
1: post-credit scenes. That's the one rule.
2: <laughs> this comes to us from Kamich, who says Who would be your crew on a movie? DP, AD, producer, screenwriter, lead actor, slash actress, etc. Maybe a genre for that crew too. D P, Roger Deacons, A D. Robert Rodriguez, producer; Steven Spielberg, screenwriter;
1: Alexander, Aaron Jones. Sorkin,
2: oh. huh? That's oh yeah. Me. Uh, lead actor slash actress, actor would be Ethan Hawke, actress would be Julie Delpy, <laughs> uh, and genre would be slice of life romance film.
1: All right, give me the categories again. DP. Uh, Emmanuel Lubezki.
2: Uh, AD. Oh,
1: who? Just someone who's a good AD.
2: Who's a good AD? I, don't know. I said Robert Rodriguez.
1: All right, let's go that way.
2: I, I remember I had a conversation in broadcasting school. I think I've probably told this in the podcast when we covered one of his films. But talking about who do who do you prefer out of Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez? And he said I would rather work on a Tarantino film, but I would rather have Rodriguez work on my film.
1: Mm, nice. Okay, the uh, and one? then
2: you got producer.
1: Producer, um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> he was a producer <laughs> of Pulp fiction.
2: <laughs> yeah, and um LA Confidential. Mm. The uh screenwriter.
1: Um um Alex Garland. Oh,
2: yeah. Lead actor slash actress.
1: Uh let's go. Um uh oh, who's the guy from Sorry to Bother You? Keith Stanfield Lakeith Stanfield hello there's a cat on the screen
2: <laughs> can uh, he meow?
1: he can bat at the microphone <laughs> um what's the next one
2: and maybe a genre for that crew too uh
1: let's go um um cyberpunk Western
2: nice I would love to I've always said I'd love to make a horror as well so mm. that that cast. I made a couple
1: of horrors this year they've been fun a hack if you if you list your genre on the movie database as horror it will get added to thousands of lists (laughs) because people want to watch horrors it's it's that's got to be the most popular genre right horror
2: oh absolutely i think it's one of the ones that's like easiest to make for low budget as well Mm,
1: nice nice
2: look at him. He's so cute what's that one this is crash
1: hey crash can you hear me
0: Whoa! He just said hello! (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.